Rav Samach Zayin Amar Aleph. Rav Chizda and Rav Sheishes. Kipagi Behadir Dadu. Rav Chizda and Rav Sheishes meet each other. Rav Chizda, very fascinating Gemara from Moshe Shmuel Sefer. Rav Chizda Mirasan Sevase. Rav Chizda's lips used to tremble. He must nicer Rav Sheishes because Rav Sheishes had was such had such a bikiyus. So Mela, Avchista used to tremble, his lips used to tremble from the Mishnahis of Avshashis. Avshashis was blind, and that's why he was able to remember so much, because he, had to, he was forced to Chazer, and that's why he remembered. Avshashis, Avshashis, Mirsa Kula Gufe, his whole Guf used to tremble, Mipapula de Avchista, from the Pilpul of Avchista. Why was one's lips and one's whole Guf? Because if you want to be Mephalpo, it has to be the whole Guf! And Mela, when he met Avshashis, who is so Mephalpo, so is the whole Guf. To Chazer, it just comes from the lips. The more you Chazer, so when Reb Chizda met Reb Sheishes, his lips would tremble on Reb Sheishes' bikis. But anyway, let's go right there. So they, this is what they, this is what used to happen every time they would meet. So Baal Minei Reb Chizda met Sheishes. Reb Chizda cleared a shah from Sheishes. Shnei batim mishnei tzidu shesrab. You have two houses on two sides of a shesrab. Ubo nachrim. Okay, you have picture the picture the scene. The scene, two houses. There's a shesrab in between. So goyim came vehikifu mechitza b'shabbos and they made a mechitza on Shabbos. So now they have a chotzer. The problem is they didn't make an eruv. Right? Goyim come. They build a they build a wall between us and Blue River. They cross Route Nine. But now we didn't make an eruv. You can't make an eruv on Shabbos. So what do they want to do? They want to be mevatel rishus. So, so now we're not talking about two chaters. I, I shouldn't have picked the case of blue river. We're talking about two houses. Two houses with one chater. Now, Ali would demand the amrein bittel rishus mechatzer lechater. If you hold, you can't be mevatel rishus from one chater to the other chater. Loiti byalach. You can't. You, it's not a shaila. Why? Hashdadi bo laruve me esmal. But matzum arvi. If if they if they they would have won in a case where they would have wanted to make an eruv. The reason why we hold ain't bitter rishus mechatzalachatzer. We said yet yeah, we said earlier is because when let's see in Abayi's explanation is because whenever you don't answer each other, you can't be mevatel on each other. You could only be mevatel to each other when you answer on each other. So we're t- you're telling me when you have two chateres, let's say us and Satmar, which we don't answer each other, you can't be mevatel one to the other because we don't answer each other. In Abayi's understanding, in Abayi's understanding, if you don't answer, you can't be mevatel. So hash the dibola ruvemi esmo matzimaharvi. If we want. Us and Satmer, we could have made an Erev, still, Abaya said in Shmuel that you're not allowed from us to Satmer because they don't need us, they can make their own Erev, and we can make our own Erev, so Chazal, we're not matter to Mivata Rishos. Over here, if we wanted to make an Erev, we couldn't have, because this Chata didn't exist. The guy made it on Shabbos, so if you wanted to make an Erev, for sure. We should not be able to be mevatel because just like Shmuel said, according to Abayah, that even two chateris can't be mevatel if they're not answering on each other. Meaning, again, bittel is if a guy forgets to make an erev. So if one guy from Sabah forgets to make an erev, we can't be mevatel to each other in Abayah because we don't answer each other. Chazal would not matter you to be mevatel if you don't answer each other. So for sure, if you have two houses that never had any shaykhs, and all of a sudden Shabbos comes, go and build a bechitz on Shabbos, Chazal not going to matter you to be mevatel from one chater to the other chater because you were never able to make an erev from before Shabbos. So that's not. Rabbi Yechanan said, we pass on Rabbi Yechanan, you could always do Mevata Rishos from one Chatzah to the other Chatzah. Again, Abayi never disagreed in Shmuel. But Rabbi Yechanan said, you could always do Mevata from Chatzah to Chatzah. So maybe when did Rabbi Yechanan say it, that you can Mevata from Satmar to, to Chesterfield? Because they were able to make an Arab if they wanted to. That's why they're allowed to be Mevata. But over here, 
here where you have two houses that never had anything to do with each other. They weren't able to marry from yesterday. Maybe. They're not able to be mevatel because the Baal today, even though the two Hesses with a chatzer, but this chatzer didn't exist yesterday, and Chazal are not going to create kulas for a chatzer that just grew, grew, that just woke up today. Chazal created kulas for a guy that had a matzim and he didn't make, he wasn't even going to make an air for whatever reason. But if he was never able to make an air, maybe Chazal didn't allow you to be mevatel rishos. or maybe there's no difference and you could be mevatel. ain mevatel. So Allah says you're not allowed to be mevatel. Even according to Abiyachanan, if Goyim come make a mechitzah and you cannot carry anyway because you have two houses in a chatzar without an Erev because you can't make an Erev in Shabbos without a bittel because you can't make a bittel because this chatzar just was created today and in Meila you're stuck. Meis nachi b'Shabbos. Let's say there was a guy from before Shabbos and so he answered the Erev and then he died. Now, do are you allowed to? Uh, could you now be mevatel? Could you now uh, be mevatel or shus? You didn't make an error, or the error wasn't chalfim. But you didn't rent from the guy, and you didn't make an error. But the guy died on Shabbos, so now, oh, very good. Now there's no guy anymore. So now we could just be mevatel to each other. We should be able to carry in the chaser. So I'll leave it with my daughter, Seichrim. According to the Shita that says that you're allowed to rent from the guy on Shabbos, right? We said if the guy comes on Shabbos, you're allowed to rent from the guy on Shabbos. That's not a Shiloh. You're allowed to be Seicher from the guy and then be Mavatar Rosh You're allowed to do two actions on Shabbos. Again, you made an error from before Shabbos, the guy comes on Shabbos. According to one Shita before, you're allowed to be Seicher from the guy and then be Mavatar Rosh to each other. So if you're allowed to do two, you're for sure allowed to do one. What's going on here? All you want to do is one. The guy died. So all you to do is one action. You just want to be mivatel rishos. So Melo, for sure you should be allowed to mivatel rishos. Ela kiti ba'elachadish. Question is, the libud manamar ain't seicher. According to the sheet that it says that if the guy comes on Shabbos, you're not allowed to be seicher from the guy on Shabbos. So the question is, why does he hold you not allowed to be seicher? Is the reason is tarti who delayed Is the reason is because we're not going to let you do two things. We're not going to let you do a schiras and then be mivatel to each other. Because again, even after you do a schiras, you still have to be mivatel because there's no erev anymore. So you still have to be mivatel. There's two people living in the chutzner. They still have to be mavata rishus to each other in order that they should be able to carry. So we're not going to let you do two things. Ha chadavdina. But let's say the guy just died on Shabbos, so you don't have to run from him. All you have to do is be 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 mavata rishus. So maybe you could do that. Or maybe there's no difference. The chazal were not mad to you to do it to, when a guy was there. Chazal never bittel works, but not when a guy was involved. If there was a guy there from erev Shabbos, even if he died today, whatever happened, we're not going to allow you to do bittel. So again, if you're living in a chazal and there's no guy there, so we forgot to make an air, then chazal allowed you to be mavata. But if there's a guy there from before Shabbos, so then before Shabbos you were not able to make an Erev. And you didn't. You, you didn't run from a guy. You left it like that. Even if the guy dies, that's the question of the Gemara. You, are you allowed to be Vatal or not? And the Gemara says, I this, is, this again, this is a conversation between Shesh and Chizna. I say, you're allowed to be Vatal. And if Amnuna says, you're not allowed to be Vatal, we pass that you are allowed to be Vatal. And Amel, that Allah is allowed to be Vatal if a guy dies on Shabbos. Again, we're talking about a guy lives in the chutzner. So, is the guy does the guy ask for the people in the chutzner without renting it from him or not? So, we're going to say a scenario where maybe the guy doesn't ask it. Let's say the guy lives in a mavli or, and he has an entrance that goes out to a bikkah. He has a huge entrance, a huge construct, a huge construction entrance that he could really take his stuff out that entrance to the bikkah. He doesn't have to use the mavli bichla. So then, afilu machnes. 
Again, we have a mother with a bunch of chateres, and there's a guy that lives in the mother. So usually he asks the mother. But he has an entrance, a very nice entrance, to Abika, a back entrance, so he doesn't have to go out to the mother. So the Allah is, even if he's going through, he's bringing his trucks through the mother the whole day. He does not answer on the people of the Mavi. Why? A guy would rather have his own private entrance, and because he has his own private entrance to a carfif, so mainly he's going to use that entrance, even if he doesn't use it. Even if he's using the entrance to the Mavi. Even if he has two entrances, his chatzar. One to the Mavi, one a back entrance. Because he could use the back entrance, so the male, the halach is that he does not answer. What about if it's open to a carfis? So this is if it's open to a, 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 a huge uh, area, a huge uh, uh, bika, which is much bigger than a Mavi, much, much wider. He gets much more move leg room. So there, he wants to use that entrance. What's the halacha if it's open to a carfis? Does it have the same halacha? Is it just, is it considered just as open a carfis like a storage area? Is it considered just as open? And the Allah is he he doesn't answer on the Mavi. No, well, yeah, obviously he has some kind of entrance, yeah. The Gemara doesn't specify, but the point is that, yeah, the Gemara doesn't speak to that, but the Gemara has to be like that, yeah. It's actually interesting, I was thinking about that. The Gemara doesn't speak to that, but the Gemara doesn't speak to that. Amr of Nachim, by Amr Shmei Dolphina, he said over in the name of the Beis Medrash, Afilo Pasuach Lekarfif, even if it's open to a Karfif, he'd rather use the Karfif, because the Karfif is a bigger area than the Mavi, again, the Mavi could be very thin, and immediately he'd rather use his entrance to the Karfif, and immediately, even though he has an entrance to the Mavi, he doesn't answer the Mavi. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, the Amri Tavayim, Nachri Bayagai, Beis Sasayim Oiser. If the Karfif is only Beis Sasayim, which is a, a hundred Amis by fifty Amis, that's not such a big Karfif. So then he doesn't want to use the Karfif. Then he wants to use the Mavi. Because it's a small, relatively small Karfif, and a Mela, then he answers. Then we assume he wants to use the Mavi. Yosef, Beis Sasayim, if it's bigger than a Beis Sasayim, any Oiser, because then it's a big Karfif, then he'll use the Karfif, and a Mela, he doesn't answer. But by a Yiddish Fakert, it's very Interesting. The Israel by a yid base asayim any iser yisim base asayim iser. Why? Because a karfif that's a base asayim you let it carry, and we learned that once. When you have a karfif, which is an area, a storage area, you only let it carry there if it's a base asayim. That's one of the problems with the city areas. We said because parks have are more than a base asayim. We're not get into that now. But if it's a base asayim, you're allowed to carry in a karfif. So let's figure this out. A yid lives in the mother. He forgot to make it. He forgot to make an eruv. So the question is: Is he? Is, is, does he answer? So if he has a karfif. That has a more than a base of sign. He's not allowed to carry there. So he's not using that entrance. No matter how big it is, he's not allowed to carry the carpet. So he's not interested in using it. So merely he's using the mother. So merely he asks. But if the carpet is only a base of sign, even though it's smaller, but well, it's his private entrance and he could carry in the carpet. So Mela then. He would not answer on the name of it. It's Mamish Fakert the case. Mamish Punk Fakert from a guy. Amar Ula Zakta Hila Yigamar, a little bit easy Gamar. Amar Ula Amar Bihanan Karfif Yaisim Basasaim. If a guy has a karfif that's more than a basasaim. So again, we said a karfif is a storage area, it's not a backyard. A backyard today is considered like a chatzar. It's a storage area that people don't use. It's meant for like, you know temporary it's meant for storage. People don't generally use it. So it's not hook shalahuk of a deer. It's not that it wasn't surrounded with mechitas for a deer, huh? Good line? 
that is not Muka Fadira. So the Allah is you're not allowed to carry in there. But what about is it considered a Rishul Sarabim? Good child. Let's say you have a huge Rishul Well, it's not a good child because we know it is. But Akapanim, let's say you have a huge Karfif. You're not allowed to carry the Chazal said because it's a huge Karfif. Where it's Sarabim Amechitis. It's Sarabim Amechitis. But it doesn't, it's not meant for Dira. It's a huge Karfif, a huge storage area. Is it considered a Rishul Sarabim? Midairaisa or not? So the Allah says it is, but the Gemara is speaking it out. Why? Ah, you can't carry there. Because the reason why you can't carry there is just a Dindar Abana. Midairaisa, because it's surrounded by Mechitis, it's considered a Rishul So if you're standing in Rishul Sarabim and you throw something inside the Karfif, you chayav achatas, even though you can't carry them in the abundant, but you throw something inside the karfif, and mel is, you're allowed to, you chayav achatas, let's see it inside. Zat the Gemara. I feel a core, I feel a karayim. Even if it's huge, the size of a core, the size of a karayim, hazayrik If you throw inside of this area, your chayev, my time away, mechitzahi, it's considered a mechitza, elashemechuseres dirim. The only problem is it's missing people that live there. And because it's missing people that live there, so mela, meaning there's not enough dirim there, that's why you're not allowed to carry there. Mechuseres dirim means people don't live there. So that's why there are but you can't carry there, but it's considered a full fledged mechitza. And a mela, your chayev, if you throw something in from a shusarab. If you have a big rock in the middle of the ocean. So the ocean is considered a Carmelist. It's not considered a Shusrab because people don't travel there. It's considered a Carmelist. So, so let's say you have a rock in the Yam. You're You can't carry from it to the Yam and from the Yam inside. Why? Because it's a Rishasiyachid. It's a tenth Fachim high, fourth Fachim wide. It's considered a Rishasiyachid. But you can't carry from a shusiyachid to a karmelis. Let's say it's te- less than ten tefachim high. Then what is it? Then it's considered a karmelis. If something's less than ten tefachim high, it's considered a karmelis. Then you're allowed to carry from one karmelis to another karmelis. You're not allowed to move more than daladamis. You're not allowed to carry more than daladamis in a karmelis. But you're allowed to carry within daladamis. You're allowed to carry from the rock to the ocean and vice versa. So then metaltalim. Then you're allowed to move. Ad kama. So until when are you? So the gemara is explaining this. Ad kama until. When does this halacha apply? Ad base society. Until the rock is the shear of a base society. Which case is it going on that we're saying we're referring to a base society? If it's going on the Sefer, that we said, you only allowed to be metalto. Let's say you have a rock that's less than 10 Tfachim high. So it's considered a Karmelis. So we're saying, if it's a base Asayim, then you're allowed to move it. But if it's more than a base Asayim, you're not allowed to move it. That doesn't make any sense. What's the, if it's more than a base Asayim, for sure it's a Karmelis. So for sure you're allowed to move it. You're moving from one Karmelis to another Karmelis. You're allowed to carry to the, to the, to the, to the Yam. 
It's going on the first case. Again, you have a rack, ten tfachim high, the first case, ten tfachim high, four tfachim wide, the hachi kamer. Sela shebiyam, you have a cell in the yam, gavoya asar, ten tfachim high, viroich of dalit, and four tfachim wide. Ain metalitlam, you're not allowed to move. Loi mitaychaliyam, viloi maniyam, you're not allowed to move from it to the yam, and from the yam to it. Why? Because there's just a yachin. It's ten tfachim high, four tfachim wide, it's just a yachin. Vi ad kama, till when are you not allowed to carry? Ad beisas until a basasayim. Ha yeser mi basasayim metaltlin. But if it's more than a basasayim, you let it metaltlin. Why? Because it's considered a caramelist. Because more than a basasayim, there's no dira here. It's more than a basasayim. It's considered a caramelist. Almost, that's why you let it carry to the ocean. Almost caramelisi to yufta der abyechanan. It's a kasha on abyechanan. We're going to see it tomorrow. I want to explain the kasha. You're telling me abyechanan saying when you're surrounded by mechitzas. If you're more than a basasayim, you're rishos yachid. It's not true because the Mishnah says if you have a rock in the ocean that's bigger than a basasayim, you're not. If it's bigger than a basasayim, the halacha is you're allowed to carry. For a bigger basasayim, you let it carry from the rock to the ocean. Why? It's a shusiyachid. You're right, but there are abundant in the carry in the rack, but it's a full fledged shusiyachid. Rabbi Yechadon said a, a huge area that's surrounded by mechitzas is considered a full fledged shusiyachid. So how could the Brisa say that if it's bigger than a base of you're allowed to carry from the rack to the yam, you're carrying from a shusiyachid to a carmelist, which is an isra derabbanan. That is the Gemara's Kasha, and Bez Hashem, we're going to see the Gemara's Terrace tomorrow. Amarava, Mandala Yoda Tirutsimas Naisa. Someone that doesn't know how to answer a Brisa to you. He asks kashas. You don't know how to read a brisa. You ask in kashas and because you decide that's trying the brisa. You're off. That's not trying the brisa. The really when the brisa differentiates between less than a base of time and more than a base of time, it's going on the ratio of the brisa. Meaning it's going on the case that it's a tenth vachim high and it's considered and you're now allowed to carry from the rack to the ocean. But what does the brisa mean? The brisa means like this: the The brisa says you're now allowed to carry. From the rack to the ocean, but on the rack itself, you're allowed to carry because the rack is rishus yachid. So you're allowed if you want to move around on the rack itself without moving into the ocean, you're allowed to carry. On that, the brisa says, how how big could the rack be that you're allowed to carry on the rack? The ad kama, how much are you allowed to carry on the rack? Ad beisusayim, because if the rack is bigger than a beisusayim, you're not allowed to carry on anymore because then it becomes like a caramelist that there's a dinder abadan that you're not allowed to carry in an area that's bigger than a beisusayim if it's not meant for a deer. So all the brisa means is that you're not allowed to carry on the rack if it's bigger than a base of time. The, ra- the brisa is not discussing carrying from the rack to the ocean. And immediately, I have no kasha. I've either you're not allowed to carry from the rack to the ocean ever because the rack is always Rosh Hashanah no matter how big it is. But to carry on the rack, that's the differentiation. That was Rav's tarots. That's one tarots. And Avashi says a fascinating thing. Avashi, I'm a different tarots. Really, the brisa is differentiating and saying that even if it's if, if you have a rack, which is Tenth fachim high, and it's wider than base asayim. You are allowed to carry from the rack to the ocean. What was the kasha? How you let it carry from the rack to the ocean? Even if it's more than base asayim, it's still a rishus yachid. That's a biyechan din that it's considered rishus yachid. So why are you allowed to carry from the rack to the ocean according to biyechanan? Ravashi says a fascinating thing. Hain Amru, the Hain Amru. Chazal said one halacha, and Chazal said another halacha. They're both dinim derabanan. To carry from the rock to the ocean is a din derabanan. Because midiraisa, the ocean is considered a makam tur. You let it carry to the ocean. Midirabanan, it's considered a karmless. So Chazal made a special talk on it, and he explains. Hain Amru, they said, 
But the reason why you're not a metatal in an area that's more than a base asayim that's not meant for a dira is a dinder abanan. So that's a dinder abanan. A metatal by elav daladamis. You only let it carry that within daladamis if it's more if it's not hukaf adira. And they also said a metatal merishus yachal akamelus. They were also mechadish this din that you're not to move from merishus yachal to akamelus. So we make we, we, the gemara says like this: base asayim dishari little tule bekule. When you have a rock that's a base assign, that you're allowed to move around on the rock, so then Chazal said, if it's a base assign, that you're allowed to carry on the rock itself, so it's a full fledged people are going to be carrying on the rock. So Chazal said, if you're allowed to carry on the rock, so the rock is considered Shashiach, so they said you're not allowed to carry. From the rock to the yam, my time It's a full fledged rishasiyach, and people are going to be allowed to carry from rishasiyach to Carmelis. So therefore, Chazal said that to carry from the rock, which is rishasiyach, and to throw into the ocean, which is a Carmelis, is a dinder abanan. That's why Chazal answered when the rock was a base asayim. But if the rock is more than a base asayim, yes, it's a base asayim. Unless it's more than a base asayim, you're right. Even if it's more than a base asayim, technically it's rishasiyach, like a biyechin. So no matter how big it is, if it's surrounded by mechitzas, it's considered a yachid. But Chazal still allowed you to carry from this rishus yachid to the yam. Why? He explains. Yes, in basis time, more than basis time, to also tell you're not allowed to carry on the rock itself. Then the Rabbana were mad to you to carry from the rock to the ocean. Why? So why would Chazal allow you? He says a fascinating thing. My timer. Dilma Amri Bishashiach if everyone's going to say, you're not allowed to carry from the rack to the ocean, people are going to say, oh, why can't I carry from the rack to the ocean? They're going to see, they're going to think, because the rack is a Rosh it's a regular Rosh and that's why I can't carry from the rack to the ocean. What's going to happen? People are going to start carrying on the rack itself, even though it's bigger than the base of They're going to think I can carry on the rack, because if I can't, if I can't carry from the rack to the ocean, then you're, t- then you're obviously telling me that the rack is a full-fledged Rosh and the ocean is a full-fledged Kabbalah, so I can't carry from the Rosh to the Kabbalah. So I'm saying, okay, if I can't carry from, from the Rosh but obviously this is a Rishus Yochid. Obviously I can carry on it. So Chazal said no. Chazal didn't want you to make that mistake, and therefore Chazal said even though it's a Rishus Yochid, you are allowed if it's bigger than a, if it's bigger than a base asayim, you are allowed to carry from the rock to the ocean. Why? Because if someone's going to see. That I'm allowed to move from the rock to the ocean. They're going to say, "Oh, I'm allowed to move through the rock to the ocean." Obviously, the rock is a caramelist, just like the ocean is a caramelist. And then they're going to make sure not to carry on the rock itself. And that's why Chazal made this takana. Let's see it inside. The Gemara says, "Dilma Amir Shushiyachi If you're not allowed to carry, they're going to say it's Shushiyachi. They also will tell Tula Bikule, and then you're going to come to carry on the rock. Umayshna. So why were Chazal more worried about carrying on the rock than throwing into the ocean? They said you're allowed to throw into the ocean because if you're not going to to throw in the ocean, you might end up car- you might end up carrying on the rack. What you're gonna have to eat there then they're abundant either way. You're gonna have to say that you could carry from a rack, which is technically Rishash you could throw it into the ocean. Why are we doing that? Why are we allowing you to do that? Because we're afraid you're gonna carry on the rack itself. What, who decides which one's more chamer? Who decides which one's more important? To carry on the rack itself if a guy's camping out in the middle of the ocean on Shabbos, it's very shriach that he wants to carry on the rack itself. That's much less shriach to carry from the yam to the rock, from the rock to the yam. That's not going to happen so commonly. So Melech Chazal had a choice. They could either ask you 
to carry from the rock to the ocean and the ocean to the rock. But then they have a chashash. The people might think that it's a regular Carmelis and then they might come to carry. Then, then the people might think it's a regular Rishasuyach and they might come to carry on the rock itself. So we're more afraid that people are going to carry on the rock itself. And therefore, Chazal said that you are allowed to carry from the rock to Rishasuyach, but the animal, that's why they made a takana to save, them, to save their skin, that people shouldn't come to carry on the rock itself. But halacha lamaisa, let's just wrap it up. Halacha lamaisa, we pass on like a Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, no matter how big the area is, even though with your abanan, you're now allowed to carry in an area that is bigger than a base asayim. But the halacha is, it's considered a halachic midiraiz, it's considered a shusayachid and a melah. If you throw from Rishos Rabbim onto into an area that's surrounded by Mechitzas, the halacha is you are chayiv achatas because consider Rishos Yachid. Even though you're not allowed to carry there, but Midiraisa, it's considered Rishos Yachid. It's very relevant. Let's say the Erev falls down on Shabbos. Let's say the, 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 the matzah gets eaten up before Shabbos in Chesterfield. So you have an area surrounded by Mechitzas. Not Mamish Abech in this case, but a similar case. You have an area surrounded by Mechitzas. There's the Pesach's all over. But there's no, they, no one, they forgot to make the matzah this week. So if a guy takes something from the Route 9, and he throws, if we assume Route 9 is a and he throws it into Chesterfield, he's Chayv Achatas. Ah, you can't carry in Chesterfield, doesn't make a difference. I'm like, Chesterfield's considered Rishos Yachid. You're right, in order to be able to carry, you have to bring matzah. That's a Dinder Abana, you have to bring matzah. But Lamaisa, something that's surrounded by Mechitzas, or, or by Tzuras Pesachs, or by Erevs, is considered a Rishos Yachid. Menemela, if you throw from Rishos Yachid into there, you are Chayv. Now it gets a little easier, Rabbi Isai. Let's go with a Gishmak. Ha'ho Yanuka. There was a child of... Be- oh, we have a bris today. Now Yitzchak Zar is making a bris. So now we have to learn about a sugi about bris. Ha'ho Yanuka. There was a child that was supposed to be, have a bris. The hot water... Spilled out. We learned in Mesech Shabbos that there's a concept of using hot water on a baby for a bris. So the hot water spilled out. So they needed hot water. So Amalahu Rabbah, Rabbah had an Eitzah. He said, They should bring hot water from my house. It was in a, it was in a Mavli. And Rabbah lived in a Mavli too. So he said, Bring hot water. I have hot water in my house. Bring hot water from my house. We didn't make an air of Chatseris. So the, I, guess the, the, I guess it was in the same Chatser. It wasn't just in the same Mavli, right? You have a Mavli. And then you have a bunch of Chatseris. So so he wanted to bring it in the chatzar itself. He wanted to bring it from one house to the other house. But Abai asked him, you can't do that because they didn't make an Erev. This is a halacha that we're going to see later. There's two halachas. There's a halacha called Erev Chatzeris, which is what we do in Chesterfield. You make matzah, you make an Erev Chatzeris, and everyone's one chatzer. Now, let's say you have a bunch of chatzeris that are connected to a mavi. Let's say you would have a mavi between us and Satmer. You'd have a mavi there, so our chatzer and their chatzer. Then you have to make a shituf to be mishatif all the chatzeris together in the mavi. Not to be mishatif the houses in the chatzer. That's called an Erev Chatzeris. There's something called shituf and voice. We're going to learn about this later. Shituf and voice means to be mishatif the mavi. It just has a different name. The Londus is basically the same. Could be these different halachas, but the Londus is the same. That you're, being, you're putting together all the chatzeres. So what's the halacha if you forget to make an air of chatzeres, but you made a shituf in the voice? Meaning, if us and Satmer we made a shituf, we're all one big happy family, but we forgot to make an air. The halacha is you can still carry. L'chayr, we're going to see later. L'chayr, you can still carry because the shituf, if it connects the chatzeres, for sure it connects the batim, it connects everybody. So if it works for shituf, l'chayr, it should work for chatzer. We got to usually make two, and we're going to see later why you have to make two. But look at. But this is a, this was Rabbi's point that this my chashitav. Let's be saimech. 
on the sheet of Mavois that they made in the Mavi, and even though we didn't make any of Chatzeris, but that should work for our Chatzer also. Abayi said we have a problem, we didn't make a sheet of either. So now we're stuck. How are you going to get the hot water from the house to the place where the bris is happening? So he said, we would say, call a guy, call a guy, he should bring the hot water. So that was the end, that was the end of the story. Omer Abaya Abaya said, "Boy lo is von lamar." I wanted to ask Rabba Akasha, "Veloy shavka na Yosef." Rabbi Yosef didn't allow me. Rabbi Yosef and Rabba were contemporaries, and Abaya was a Talmud of them. So Abaya said, "I wanted to ask Rabba a question, but Rabbi Yosef, my other Rabbi, didn't allow me." To Omer Rabbi Yosef, Omer of Kahana, ki avina be Rabbi Yehuda. When I was by Rabbi Yehuda, have Amarlan. He told us a rule. The dairaisa. When you're dealing with a din dairaisa, my svinan to you. If the first you ask Kasha. Then you do the action. You can't do the action unless you clarify old stadim. But the Rabbanan, when you're dealing with the Rabbanans, first Avdin and Maisa, first you do the action, and then you ask Kashas, and this not applies to, you know, you can't just do whatever you want by the Rabbanans, but the Lundus is, Rabbi Chanu Asaman says, that the Lundus of the Rabbanan is not really an Isser, we mentioned this once, a Rabbanan is not really an Isser, it's just a din, you have to listen to Chazal, there's no inherent Isser, but there I said it's an inherent Isser, but the Rabbanan is not an inherent Isser, it's just a din, you have to listen to Chazal, so if you don't have, if right now it looks like this is the Halacha, Chazal didn't mean that. I'm listening to Chazal. I'm doing what Chazal wanted. But when it's dealing with the ISIS, so it's a question of you being over a technical listener, so then you have to make sure to ask Kashas to have to clarify the halacha before. So because we're dealing with Amir al-Nachri, talking to a guy, telling something to a guy, is a dinder abadan. So Mela Rabbi Yosef didn't allow me to ask Rabbi my Kasha, and he just let the story go. And Mela, once the story went, then he said, okay, what's your problem? The boss or Hachi, after they did it already, Amali my bais lay Salamar. Why do you want to ask? Kamar, why do you want to ask Rabba? I'm really, I told him to Tanya that Brysa says Hazar Shvus to do Hazar on Shabbos to do Hazar on a Tameh you want to do a Paraduma on a Tameh on Shabbos Be'ez Hashem we're going to learn we're going to know Meseches Pesachim in Yerushalayim Yerakodesh we are almost there we are Kamat 40 blot away we're almost there in Pesachim Be'ez Hashem 40 blot yeah almost there 40 blot away and Hazar you now do Hazar on Shabbos that's a Dindar Abad even though your guy wants to do a Mitzvah he wants to be in Karm- Pesach, we're going to see. Then I'll do Hazan Shabbos. It's a Dinder Abanan. The Amir Olenachri Shvos to tell a guy to do a Malach on Shabbos is also a Dinder Abanan. Ma Hazar Shvos vein a Deiches Shabbos, just like Hazar is a Shvos, and it's not Deiches Shabbos. Half Amir Olenachri Shvos vein a Deiches Shabbos. Amir Olenachri should also be a Shvos. It shouldn't be Deiches Shabbos. So how could you do Amir Olenachri for a Bris Milah? You're being Ivan Nisad Abanan. That was that's my kasha. That's why I want to stop you from doing it. You don't, you don't differentiate You don't differentiate between a shvus that has a maisa or a shvus that doesn't have a maisa. Now these next few words, the Bach is not gairus, and we'll go with that girsa. And the lamb this is because when you tell a guy to do something, you're not really doing an action. You're just saying something. It's not a physical action. So Amir al-Nakhri is more kal than a regular Dirabadan. So a regular Dirabadan like Hazah, which is a regular Dirabadan, moving Muktzah, that we're not going to be mad to you to do for a mitzvah. But Amir al-Nakhri, we are going to be mad to you to do for a mitzvah, and it's a big sugya, Amir al-Nakhri shvus. We paskin, you only let to do Amir al-Nakhri if it's a mitzvah derabim. Not every mitzvah, you're allowed to do Amir al-Nakhri. But Akapadim, the Gemara over here seems to come out that by Brismila, you're allowed to do Amir you're allowed to tell a guy to do the malacha for you because it's to Shvuz, the last day, and that's the reason why it is mutter.